Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self-Care Season podcast. I am your host, Caitlin DiChiara. I'm very excited about today's episode. I feel like it can be a little bit controversial, but today's episode is all about things that I believe influencers need to stop doing. This is just like my personal opinion, what I see on the internet and what I feel like shouldn't be done anymore in the world of influencing. I feel like it's a little bit weird for me to talk about this also because this is kind of my job, but also I don't like calling myself an influencer. I just like don't like that term. I don't know what it is, but I feel like we all can agree that the term influencer can be kind of cringy but also there's nothing wrong with being cringy and stuff like that so i don't really know i don't even know what i would consider myself i guess like a content creator and also like social media marketing in a way um i just like really don't like the term influencer i feel like over the past couple of years it's gotten kind of like a negative connotation to it so i feel like that's why i don't really like to consider myself an influencer but yeah so i'm excited to share things that i just feel like need to go so before we get into it let's light our candle for today's episode this candle is from target target has the best candles by the way if you are in the market for candles definitely go there they're cheap they're affordable compared to most stores and like high-end candle brands target has the best candles like you don't need expensive expensive candles so this one i'm lighting is called tiki coconut it's like the perfect summer scent oh my gosh i can't wait to light it right now it actually has two wicks it's like a pretty big ish candle so let's go ahead and light this for today's episode okay let's set that down so we don't burn ourselves okay got the vibes going and also let's do our quote of the day if you are new to this podcast i usually light a candle every single episode i just like to set the vibes obviously it's called self-care season i associate candles with self-care so i just like to set the vibe every single episode and then I recently started doing a quote of the day. And before I would do self-care highlights of the week where I would have my self-care highlight of the week and then I would have you guys send me in your self-care highlights on the Instagram, which if you're not following, make sure you go and follow the podcast Instagram. But I recently just switched over to doing quotes of the day just to kind of switch things up. I like to spice things up every now and then. So today's quote of the day kind of goes along with the theme of the episode and the quote is have the courage to be disliked and the reason I say that this kind of goes hand in hand with today's episode is because one of the things that I actually wrote down which I guess I'll just get right into it so let's get into the little list I have five things and by the way I just want to make a disclaimer if you consider yourself an influencer or you do content creation for your job I am not in any way shape or form trying to talk badly about anyone these are just solely my opinions and I don't want to offend anyone. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. So let's get right into it. The number one thing that I wrote down which kind of went hand in hand with my quote was trying to get everyone to like you and if you are trying to be an influencer I feel like this list can kind of help you in a way and like help you navigate influencing so trying to get everyone to like you is just utterly impossible like it's just never going to happen and so it's kind of hard to like reach your target audience when you're trying to get everyone to like you if you are in the influencer world and trying to do content creation I could also do another episode all about like the secret behind social media and content creating. Let me know if you would like to hear that. I would love to go more into depth about that, but not everyone is going to like you. Everyone is their own 
character. They have their own interests and likes and dislikes. And it's impossible to try and get everyone to like you. And so when you're kind of speaking to an audience and you have this platform, it's very difficult to please everyone. I feel like it's kind of hard to relate if you are trying to please everyone because not that you have to have a niche when you do content creation and if you are an influencer, but it definitely does help because you go to this person's page and you just automatically know what you're going to see there. And if you follow them, then you're following them for a reason. Like, why do you follow this person? Do you follow them because they inspire you? Are they funny? But when someone is trying to get everyone to like them and please everyone at the same time with all of these different interests and stuff like that. It gets very, very difficult to understand what this person is influencing in a way, I guess, if that makes sense. It just kind of feels inauthentic as well, even if you aren't trying to come off that way. It's kind of hard for people to relate to you. I also just want to preface that these are Things that I've also learned along the way as I've been doing this job for like two years now and just kind of mistakes that I feel like I've made also. I'm definitely a people pleaser, which is something that I feel like is honestly just a part of my character at this point because it's very hard for me to not be a people pleaser. But when it comes to content creating and influencing, quote unquote, I don't want to come across to a super broad audience because then people don't really relate to my content. It's kind of hard to understand what my page is even about. So my target audience, when you go to my page, I feel like it's pretty clear that it's aiming towards women and like people my age. But when you're kind of all over the place, it's very hard, like I said, for people to feel like they can relate to you and they don't really know what to expect when they come to your page but it's easier for someone to follow you when they know exactly what you're gonna post, when you're gonna post it, topics you're gonna talk about, products you're gonna share, all things like that. So this all boils down to kind of wanting everyone to like you. Like I said, that's just not how the world works. There are people who are going to dislike you and that's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. If people don't have the same interests as you, they don't have the same interests as you. Like it's as simple as that. It's not something negative and it's not something to perseverate about. It's not bad. It doesn't mean anything against you. It doesn't mean anything against your work or what you're doing. It's just how we are as people and that's totally fine and it doesn't need to be a negative thing. So having the courage to be disliked and not having everyone like you and not feeling that you need to have everyone like you is just about having a strong sense of who you are as a person and your confidence and how you carry yourself. It doesn't matter if people aren't going to like you because you're just making way and making room for the people who are going to come to your page and like your stuff and follow you. So the next thing is kind of really niche, but it's thinking being pale is quote-unquote gross. I have seen so many influencers and content creators complain about being pale and you know they look at themselves in the camera and they're like don't mind me I'm so pale I look so gross I'm disgusting I need to go self-tan and use self-tanner. I was actually just talking about this. I'm actually recording a vlog right now for my YouTube channel and I got a PR package from Loving Tan and I was just saying like this is such a cool moment like I used to buy Loving Tan all the time years ago and I would always dream of getting a PR package from them, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just thinking to myself and I was like, why is it such a problem being pale? Like, why is that a bad thing? And then I was thinking to myself and I'm like, it's not a bad thing. I think pale skin and like porcelain skin is 
honestly beautiful and I've learned to love my pale skin and it's so funny because I'm Italian and you would think that I would be darker than I am and that I would tan really easily but I don't. I'm super pale and I burn if I'm like in the sun for 10 minutes but I have learned to love my pale skin. It's kind of sad because when I was like a little bit younger and I would hear influencers talk about you know how they need to tan and self-tan and being pale is super gross. It almost kind of made me feel bad about myself. And that's why I was buying so much self-tanner all the time because I would hear these influencers say that being pale is gross. And then I think in my head like, oh, I look gross. I don't look pretty enough. And I need to go and buy all the self-tanner in order to look good and feel good about myself. And obviously there's not a problem with wanting to be tan and have a tan, but it's always good to remember and think about why you want to be tan, like if you're doing it for the right reasons and not doing it because you want to fit in or please someone else. But it makes me really sad to hear influencers say this because I just know like from my own perspective since I am someone who is very pale and then I just think about people like other people who are super pale and like what they're thinking to themselves when they hear these influencers say things like that. It honestly just makes me sad because I can relate to it in a way. I just remember years ago when I would hear this stuff, I would immediately go and buy self-tanner from like Target and Loving Tan. I actually literally did buy Loving Tan because I was like ashamed of being pale. And now I look at it and I'm like, why is that such a bad thing? It's not a bad thing to be pale. So this is your reminder if you are someone who is super pale like myself, that pale skin is beautiful. I honestly think it's so stunning, especially like with dark hair and like porcelain skin. I think that is so beautiful and there's nothing wrong with it and you don't need to be tan in order to fit in you don't need to be tan in order to look better to someone else especially yourself if it's something that you genuinely want to do then okay but if it's something that you're doing like I said before, to fit in and do for the wrong reasons. Just remind yourself that you're beautiful and you don't need something like self-tanner in order to be better and look better. Another thing I wrote down is posting for the wrong reasons. And I feel like you can definitely tell when someone isn't really authentic and genuine. Usually people who post for the wrong reasons, it usually has to do with money. And I feel like I can speak on this since I kind of see that side of things and know like how brand deals work and everything like that. I've turned down quite a bit of brand deals that were good money, but they weren't authentic to my content and it's not really something that I truly liked. I remember New England Coffee reaching out to me like I think it was like a year ago now and obviously I don't drink coffee which you guys know that if you watch my content and you keep up with my content you know that I don't like coffee and so I could have easily just pretended that I liked coffee for a hot sec just to get a decent amount of money but that's just not who I am. It's not something that I believe in. And even though it would have been super awesome to have that amount of money, I wouldn't trade authenticity and being genuine over that. It's such a special feeling when your audience feels like they can relate to you and when they know that you're just a genuine human being. And that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work for someone to follow you and gain your trust and to trust your word about like a product you're talking about or just in general. So just to have all my work just honestly put to waste by doing a brand deal that I don't even align with is just not something that I believe in. I'm usually talking about like bigger influencers 
And I don't even want to say like the Kardashians are influencers. I don't even know what we would consider them at this point. But I just remember being in like high school and looking at their Instagram posts and like their sponsored posts. I remember like the sugar bear hair gummies or something like that was crazy at that time. And they would always post about those. And I wanted them. Like I literally wanted them because it was them posting it. Like if I saw them in just a regular ad, I wouldn't really want them. And that just goes to show you like how much of an impact some of these people have on us. And so that's why it's so, so, so important to just keep your word with your audience and be authentic and be genuine. And now looking back at those, like some of those posts from the Kardashians and Kylie Jenner and all of those people, it's just funny to see and know that they probably don't use half of these products that they post about. They're probably getting shit tons of money to post like one picture about this product and you just know that they literally don't use it or they don't care about it. That's why I kind of always like to reiterate every now and then that if I ever do talk about a product, it's because I genuinely like it and I genuinely love the product, the company, the brand, and I feel like I align with them. So those are the things that I'm going to share with you. And there's been plenty of products that I share about and talk about all the time that I don't receive anything for talking about, especially on my YouTube. I'm always naming products that I love and that I'm using all the time and everything like that. Even if it's annoying for me to say this, I just always want you to know that anything I talk about, it's because I truly and genuinely love it. This is kind of where we start to compare ourselves also because I'm going to bring up the Kardashians again because they're just like a perfect example for this topic. But like they always used to post about those waist trainers. I don't know if you guys remember, but I just remember them posting about this waist trainer and they would wear it during their workout and then take it off and they look immediately skinny and like there's so much sweat on it which I guess they kind of work to an extent but it's not going to make you have this perfect body like the Kardashians and the Jenners have because you have to remember that these people have so much money and they clearly get work done on their bodies. I feel like it's something we all know at this point and so I feel like if someone were to talk about a product like that like it's so important to say that you don't have this body because of this product. But also it gets complicated because there's like contracts involved and things that you can't say and things that you have to say. So it gets kind of difficult. But then again, it's like, why would you promote this product if you can't say things genuinely and like say your authentic opinion. Something else I wrote down which I feel like happens to a lot of influencers and content creators when they start to get really big and have a really big following and it's becoming unrelatable and I've seen so, so many comments about, you know, on like people's YouTube videos or their Instagram just saying that this creator who they're commenting on's video is not relatable anymore. And I feel like that's a big reason why people start to even follow someone in the first place is because they feel like they relate to them and they feel like they have similar interests and they remind them of themselves almost. So a lot of the times we all see these influencers get really big and they grow such a huge following and they start buying all of these expensive items and going on expensive trips and brand trips and all of these things. And so it becomes really hard to relate to them, but it's so hard because obviously if you have those opportunities, you're going to take them because they're like once in a lifetime 
opportunities, but you also have to remember your followers and like they're the reason that you're even in this position. Finding a way and creating a way to still be relatable while doing all of these things is so important. I feel like Emily Kaiser on TikTok is a very good example. I feel like we all know who she is at this point, but she is a TikToker. She's like 24 years old which is crazy because she's like my age. Um, she has a son and her husband and she basically just posts about her daily life. She posts a lot of vlogs and people love her. Like people are obsessed with her. And I feel like the, one of the main reasons why I feel like she's so big is because her life is so not like everyone else's. Like it's not the typical 24 year old life. And so I feel like that's why people kind of gravitated towards her because her life was so interesting to watch and to look at, but I feel like she's a really good example because she grew so fast. She has like 2.3 million followers on TikTok now, and she goes on a lot of brand trips, and you always see her getting these amazing PR packages and all of this stuff, but I feel like she's someone who stayed so true to herself, and you can really tell in her content and how she carries herself. She genuinely cares about her followers and she's always doing giveaways and she truly does care. And so that's why I feel like she's also super successful because you can tell that she's genuine and authentic and you can tell that she genuinely cares. And when you're watching her, you feel like she cares about you and she's not just doing it for the wrong reasons. She's not doing it for money. So I feel like if more influencers could be like her and remember that their audience is the reason why they're there, then I feel like there wouldn't be so much of a problem with the whole you're not relatable anymore comments because you need to figure out a way in order to relate to your audience still. Even if you are living this completely different lifestyle, they're the reason why you're even doing half of these things. So I feel like that's always important to remember. So I really wish more influencers would understand like where people are coming from when people do comment stuff like that because it's for a reason. They're not just saying it. It's also tough too because there's also kind of another side of it, which I've personally seen um, Maggie McDonald on YouTube talk about, which I love her. I've watched her for years, but she's kind of talked about this in a couple of her vlogs, but basically she has gotten these comments as well that say that she's unrelatable and people can't relate to her anymore. Her response to it made so much sense and she basically just said that people would criticize her. Like the bigger you get, the more hate that you get and the more criticism that you get. It just comes with that. And so she was basically saying that because she was getting criticized on everything that she did, she started to post more hauls and products that she got because you can't really critique someone on that and talk about their personal life when they're just posting about products and stuff like that. And so then she would get the comments like, you're not relatable anymore, you've changed. And so she basically said like, I started posting this type of content because I would get criticized on everything I do, which honestly just makes me really sad because I can relate to that. I've never gotten like a ton of hateful comments, but I've definitely got a handful. And I'm just going to tell you right now, they're not fun to read. And those are the comments that you always pick out the most, even though you can have a hundred nice comments. If you just have one comment that's negative, that is the one that you focus on, which sucks. Why not just look at all of the other 
100 comments that are super nice and thoughtful, but that's just how we're wired and that's how our brains are wired. We're always going to focus on the negative. And so it just made me really sad when she was talking about that because I can definitely understand. And then it's so hard to please your audience because it's like, well, you don't want to get hateful comments and be critiqued on everything because it does take such a toll on your mental health. And then to start posting, you know, just like surface level stuff like hauls and PR stuff. It's like, how do I even please anyone at this point? Um, so I totally understand like that perspective. So I'm mainly just talking about influencers, like really big influencers and content creators who you can tell just genuinely don't care about being relatable anymore and they just kind of want to take all of this extra stuff in. So it's very, very important to stay relatable to your audience and just remember that they're the reasons why you're there in the first place. The last thing I wanted to touch on today was clickbaiting. And I feel like this isn't as common today as it was in like 2014, 2015, YouTube. Obviously, I feel like YouTube is the place that you see this the most. Um, and I see this a lot with one particular family on YouTube, which I feel like many and most of you probably know who they are, but the LeBrant family. I used to be such a fan of theirs and I would watch their videos religiously. I thought Everly was so cute and I loved their wedding video, but their channel just started to get really dark for me and they have clickbaited so many videos and especially when it comes to your kids and your children, I feel like that's why a lot of people have drawn the line with them because they basically exploit their children on the internet and clickbait so many of their YouTube videos involving their children. Like it's one thing if they're clickbaiting something about them, but when it's about their kids and like their kids have no control over what is going live on the internet and what is being said about them, I just feel like that's so fucked up. I don't know what year it was, but I feel like it was a couple years ago, but they basically clickbaited that, um, I think it was Posey or something. I can't even keep track of their children, but basically they clickbaited in one of their videos that one of them had cancer, which is so fucked up on so many levels and I just really don't understand. Like their channel obviously does so well already, so it's like why do you need to clickbait such an awful title, especially when it has to do with your kids. I just really don't understand that. Clickbaiting used to be kind of like a funny thing back in the day, but like I said, I feel like we're kind of getting past that. Like it's not really a thing anymore. It's just so misleading and the intention behind why someone would even do that is for money. Like that's why people clickbait videos because they get more views, they get more ad revenue on their videos, which means more money for them. So when you're getting your kids involved and saying that one of them has cancer, like I just can't get over that. I stopped watching them after I saw that and I feel like a lot of people did and just lost a lot of respect for them because like that is just such a fucked up thing to do. I really don't get it, especially when they already do so well. They've become so inauthentic to me and that's kind of why I stopped watching them. I just don't have respect for them anymore basically and I feel like so many others can agree with this especially with this family. Another thing too is that they have an Instagram for like each of their kids which I think is so weird because again it's just for money like they literally post brand deals on these kids Instagram accounts and obviously they're not the ones doing it. They don't even know how to do that. They're so young and so obviously the parents are in charge of that and I just really don't agree with that at all. And it might not be so obvious to someone who doesn't really understand 
social media and like how this stuff works. But basically, if you're clickbaiting a video, you're either trying to get more views, which gets you more money, or just gain a bigger following, which in the end is gonna get you more money. So when you grow older and you start to see through these things, you begin to realize who is authentic and who isn't and who's genuine and who's doing it for the wrong reasons, which is why I've stopped watching so many people online. And it's honestly sad because you begin to love this person and relate to them and really enjoy their stuff. And just to come to find out that they're not who they say they are and they're doing things for the wrong reasons it just kind of sucks so that's basically everything on my list and the reason why i even wanted to make this episode was just to remind you that not everything is what it seems online and you don't need certain items in order to look good and obviously social media and influencing is such a big thing in today's society and so with that comes all of these negative things i guess not second guess but just kind of be aware of who we're following, why we're following them, and how much we're influenced by them. So yeah, and again, this is not to bash absolutely anyone. The people that I've named in these videos are just kind of examples. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you give self-care season a rating on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to this. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and I love you so much. I will talk to you next week.